Hello and welcome to Straight From The Off, a podcast based around the amateur football scene of our fantastic city of Liverpool. I'm Michael Watson and each episode will bring to you a local footballer, past or present, who will share their stories of glory and despair with us on Straight From The Off. Today's episode is brought to you by Also British Street Food, launching at the Warbreck pub soon. And today's guest is a little different take on the pod this week. We've got Anthony Clark, who's the manager of the Campfields. Welcome, Anthony. Hello, mate. You're right, mate. Yeah, glad to have you, mate. Made up to have you. So we'll get straight straight into it, mate, with um, what your association is with um, the amateur football game from when you were a kid right up to, to now. Just give us a brief history on it. Being involved in amateur football since as far back as I can remember, uh, through my dad. Dad used to run a team called the Flat Iron. Obviously, big part of my life, football. Used to go all the away games, the, uh, sorry, the home and away games with Everton um, from when I was young. Um, and that transferred over to the Sunday. Used to you know, get up every Sunday morning out all over Liverpool. Smell of liniments in the changes and all that, the old school, deep Yeah, English old school, yeah, you don't get that no more, do you? Yeah, as I say, used to follow, follow the Flat Iron all over. Liverpool, whatever they were playing on a Sunday morning. Seen a few, few, well, that'd be a podcast in itself, a few stories about them. Some, um, being in the middle of some, some murder. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, um, very young age. I, I wouldn't even be able to tell you how young I was, to be honest. I used to go everywhere with me when I was a, when I was a kid, all over the place. I had a following Everton a Saturday, the flatty of a Sunday. So the weekends were just took up by footy. Yeah. Well, you know. Football's a massive, massive part of my life, you know, it always has been. Yeah, and then myself, I started playing, I think I was around, I think I was around eight. Signed for a team called the Vane and Colts. A lot of people will know Tommy Gary was the um, was the manager of them. Uh, first season I signed for them, I was young, I was a lot younger than the lads who were playing for them. Uh, we used to win, I used to remember us winning every week. We had a lad called Joe Doolan, striker. His half fella was a very good mate of my, my half fellas, Steve Doolan his name was. He used to bang goals in for fun, young Joe. Uh, then the next season, they all left, and it was the total contrast. They used to went from winning 10-0 every week to getting beat 10-0 every week. Both sides of the coin. <laughs> yeah. And then I moved on to a team called the Claremont. Um, again, they were older. I don't know what I used to sign for teams. that They were all older than me. I was a year younger. And back then, it was a big difference, you know, when you whatever age you was, 10 or something. Were you big as a kid? I was, Yeah, I was big, but then I slowed down and everyone caught me up and took <laughs> over me. <laughs> but um, I used to play for teams that were always a year older than me. I don't know why that was. Um, anyway, the Claremont, it was, that was my first, first taste of... Properly that I remember winning trophies. We won the treble. That was a great little team that we had. I don't like lads called James Hennessy. He what league was that in? Hans? That was the Anfield Junior League. Yeah, yeah. James Hennessy used to. Well, I don't know what his record was. It was something ridiculous, though. I think he might have visited hundred or something in a season. Something like that. You get them freaks, don't you? Yeah, everyone's got one from their he league, haven't you? Yeah, he used to score like eight goals a game. Yeah, that was a good season. That was me. No, me earliest fondest memory of amateur football. I remember us getting, no, I hate to say this as a blue, but I remember us getting to our first final. We were fucking getting beat 3 0 at half time. Came back, draw 3 all and won on pens. I don't have to say anything more about that, well, do I? Well, <laughs> um, so that was my earliest memory of winning the trophy. Before, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we won the league and we won the other cup on the Dockers. That was a big day out when you got the final on the Dockers Club. Bosh, mate, yeah, Park. Bosh. I mean, we, I was in the Watman Kirkdale, so our cup finals were on Mini Wembley, but everyone else who played in other leagues was always on the Dockers, which is like, like one of the focal points of, of 
scouts footy in it, getting on that Edinburgh Park, playing on it, especially on that pitch with the uh, the bars around and the dugouts when when they was there, it was like a big thing, man. Yeah, not half. That was you know that was your that was your Wembley, wasn't it? That was your final. Yeah. You want everyone wanted to get to. Uh, played there a few times, got a few finals as a kid. Played in um, one a few years later with um, called the Marsden. First of all, we were called the Cannon, and we changed our name to the Marsden. Played a team called Sunbury. A few lads who go to match with now play for them. Always have a little joke with them about it. I actually scored in that final. Beat them three one. Scored the third goal. Um, yeah, I mean, me as a junior, me I ended, I ended me. Well, call it junior. We were we were seventeen. We, um, the Anfield Junior League packed in. But the West Derby carried on for another year. Yeah, so yeah. it was like we, we joined the West Derby from the Watton Kirkdale or from the uh, McGull and Lydia because it went on for an extra year, didn't it? Yeah, that yeah. was that was me last year. So that was on the Shankly. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. where we used to play. We played yeah. a couple of couple of games on Thomas Lane, was it? Yeah. I don't know why that was, but we played a couple of games there. Uh, that was me last season as a junior, if you want to call it that. Played for a team called the Elmhouse, yeah. and again finished me junior the way more or less started with a treble. That was a good What school were you in, Ads? I went to Delacelle. Oh, did you go to Delacelle? Yeah, 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 I went to Delacelle, me. What, I've already, what I usually do is I say, what school did you go to to the lads? And then I ask if there's any any lads who've made it pro out of school. Well, obviously, I've covered Delacelle with Grego and Franny Jeffers, Wayne Rooney. Yeah. Obviously, you're probably not getting a better day track record of lads who made it pro from, from any other school, really. So No, you're not. I don't, no, it, um, it was very... All I remember about our school, to be honest, it's just everything evolved around football. I listened, as you just said then, Graham Grego's one, and what he said about the training. I think that was true for every... Uh, sorry, not the training, the trials. The trials, yeah. I think that was true for every season, um, every year. That was um, daunting, that, like, I remember the first trials that we went yeah. to. I think every kid in the year went there, and you're just looking at it thinking, and hell, there's no way I'm going to yeah, make some, this final, like... Some boss kids from, from boss areas made foot, like good, strong football and backgrounds who went to the school and obviously their school teams were just, well, they were down my age anyway, just a different level. Like. Yeah, well, you know, in my year, we had, I played in, I, I got, I got, I don't know what I was doing it, to be honest, but I, I did get through the trials and made the A-team, played with lads, um, Steph Ego. Yeah, Steph, good mate of mine, Steph. Yeah, he, yeah, he was. four doors up from me on long lane, Steph. Does he, yeah. his brother Chris, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He played. So was he been like Tommy Green and all that? All lads that, that yeah, age, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, they, they, yeah, Lee Tony, yeah, yeah. They, they were, um, they were all in my year. But the like, the, the lads who were in the eighteen from the from early on was like Sir Anthony Battle, yeah. uh, Thomas Noon, uh, Thomas Williamson, yeah, Joey Marsden, yeah. Colin so, McNevin, all boss lads, you, lads you, who I can remember off the top of my head. Yeah, we yeah. had a ve- very, very good team, very good team. I, I don't know, I was, I was lucky growing up as a kid, to be honest. I just always used to play for teams. I always used to win. I don't think it had did, much to do with me. Like, but did it, you I, see yourself being a manager at any point as a kid? No, not that anyone ever thinks about that when they're a kid. But looking back now, probably, yeah. Because maybe that's why I used to play in all these good teams. may not have been so much for me great ability, but I was always the captain. More or less every team I played for. Yeah, leader. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know, I just always took it on myself, a bit like that, you know what I mean? I saw, you know like what? to get I, things done. I, I, the same about me, I I was like, me mates who we speak to now say, you were like the manager of the team when you were playing, rather than when you were the manager. You, yeah. Me mate Neil Robbo always says it now, he's like, you, you were basically managing teams when you were 12, 13, it's just yeah. something that's like in you, isn't it, I suppose. Yeah, as you say, it's different, 
Different types of abilities, isn't it? It's not yeah. all with your feet. <laughs> different challenges, though, as well, isn't it? Yeah. Different challenges, mate. As, as obviously you know now, being more experienced in, in it over the years, just keeping the lads off the ale is, is a challenge in itself. Oh. Keeping the lads off the ale, making sure they turn up, um, feeding egos, you know what I mean? Just one of them. Not half. I've got a few grey hairs off all that, trying to keep lads in of a Saturday night. So as you've got a bit older then and left school and all, and all that, you've, uh, are you still playing amateur footy then or are you, are you more going to game and that? Do you know what? I I never played amateur footy for a good few years. Probably regret it now, but I, I just I followed Everton everywhere. And Everton come before, people might think I need my head test, like, but Everton come before anything. I, I was going to games everywhere, all over the country, home away, Saturday, Sunday, so... I never ever lost touch with amateur football because I used to watch it all the time. I just stopped playing. I've always, you know, kept involved in football during the week, five sides, things like that. Yeah, um, just keeping yourself in with the lads. Yeah, but I, I stopped playing. Sort of. I don't know why it was. I just I lost. I lost a bit of um, a bit of motivation to play. But I always watched. That's how I got. I was, I, you know, adopted the Thurley. They were the breeze, then they turned to the Thurley, who are now the Camfield. Um, I always used to watch them. Lads who are new play for them, like the righty, Baz, Chris Green. Lads who are new, Terry Murray play for them. Lads from where I'm from, the area, tell me are old. They all play for them. So naturally, I just used to go and watch them for Sunday, watch them for a few years. Yeah. I come up against the Breeze years ago, um, late 90s or whatever, and uh, my mate Gav, who was the goalie for the Warby at the time, lived just around the corner from the Breeze pub. In the 2001, when Liverpool had that uh, treble cup winning season, we used to jump on the breeze coach to the Cardiff. It is the maddest coach yeah. <laughs> I've ever been on in my life. The likes of uh, Buckle and that were all on there. That like the little red gang. Fucking hell, it was crazy, mate. They had a driver called Evil Roy, right? So, <laughs> so they sort of just used to like sing his name, Evil Roy, Evil Roy, and he's just going nuts down the hard shoulder and all that. I, I was like getting on the coach thinking, oh my God, am I going to get home from Cardiff alive? Yeah. But I remember the, the team was dead rowdy and that at the time. Um, I think the likes of Alan Sodden I played for them back then. Yeah. Um, I can't remember much of the breeze, if I'm honest, because I, I started to follow them basically when they changed the name to the Thurley. Yeah. That's when I started following them. I knew um, knew Eric, Eric Stewart was the manager who brought yeah. them all up. Kevin as a young kid and whatever. And he started, I think Kevin was 18, righty. I'm on about there. Yeah. Um, when he was 18, Eric was the manager. When they became the Thurley, Terry Murray started managing them. Yeah, and I he changed remember, the name yeah. to the third. So Teddy played for like Seymour as well, didn't he? And he would play for teams like uh, Royal Seaford. I don't know yeah. if he had to go for the sand and I can't remember. But uh, yeah, so he's like, he's well known throughout the city, Teddy, for being yeah, involved prop, with the amateur football. Yeah, proper amateur football, Teddy. Yeah. yeah. You know, he, he is an amateur football person, Teddy. And, and probably the... Uh, the holder of some of the worst tackles I've ever seen in my life, probably as well. <laughs> he threw some, he threw yeah. some naughty ones. Grego talked about one that hit him in the chest for the C4 against yeah, the Yeah, I speak. heard that one. Yeah, he is. He, um, do you know what? I think might have just spilled over with Terry because I think just what he's just a hundred percent, isn't he? Just it's all yeah. about winning. It might it might come out the wrong way with him. I don't. You won't mind me saying this, like, but yeah, it's just a passion think, for the yeah, game. It, 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 it is. Over, it is. Yeah. I've known Terry. Since I was a since I was a kid, I um, went mates with his, with his brother for many years. Uh, so I've known Terry all my life, practically. I think some of mine could have given for room for the money, though. Yeah. Being honest, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, don't, I mean, this is no disrespect to Breeze or even the Taylor at the start. But if if you look back now, if if you took me back to them times when the Breeze were playing, and you'd said like a a version of the Breeze, although there's been 
like as I say, it's morphed into a different thing. But if you just said the breeze who changed the name to Taley and Campfield will be sitting there as, as like the last Liverpool team to win the National Cup. I just probably fucking started laughing in your face, and I, and I don't mean that in in no disrespect to anyone, but to win that national cup's a different level to playing footy with just your mates and and asking about. It's like massive, massive. Oh yeah, we're we're out we're out of doubt. I think every single person involved with us then would would agree with you. I don't know want to take any disrespect to that. Um, and that's like it. Um, we were a million miles away from doing anything in that competition. Yeah, it's like an accolade. It's like a boss accolade. It's it's something to be proud of. You know, like going from a team that was probably mid-table teams in whatever leagues, right through to like the best in the country, and that's and that's the end of that. The yeah. team that wins the national, are the best team in the country. Well, I think gradually, and again, this is no disrespect. Like gradually, we have came from being just a, a run-of-the-mill amateur footy team. Gradually, adding good players. When we turned into the early, we were a good team, but we had no discipline at all. Every big game, important game we play in was the same story. We'd blow up, we'd do something daft and end up getting beat. It was, that was a semi-final or, you know, remember one year we took it right to the wire with uh, Vizakli for the league. Yeah, and, yeah. and they were a great team. I might be wrong here in saying this, but I, I'm almost certain we, I think we might have even been in the driving seat to win the league and we were, we got beat in a game on a Thursday night game against home and bargain on the Dockers. We got beat 1-0 and we just, that was a game we just unravelled. We we the pressure got to us and we unravelled. Yeah, I can remember um, the Taylor playing on the Dockers and gradually you were just getting better players in. So the likes of John Stannard, who's like me mate now, our two yeah. lads played together uh, for Liver Juniors and um, John was like a big player. Then he's obviously played his his like his youth stuff with Liverpool and all that. And then for the likes of Marine, he was played for the Canada here and there in in national cups and all that. And he was like a he was like a a, a a big pull then, yeah. Like you, you got a big player in there, which could have might I don't know might have turned the tide of bringing other players in. That like it attracts big players, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, St- Stannard uh, was a great player, Stannard, wasn't he? Um, I think that you know one thing that the Thurley did have was they had loyal players. They had a lot of players who, in my lots of people's opinions, could have gone on to play for a lot better teams in amateur football yeah. than the Thurley was back then. But the likes of Kevin Wright, the obvious one. Yeah. You know, Kevin in his day, I, I reckon he could have got into any amateur side in Sunday on his day, but he chose to stay loyal to his mates. Yeah. Young Mick Santi, Michael Santangeli. Yeah, boss, yeah. You know, he was, you know, I, I regard him as one of the most underrated yeah. amateur football players it, ever. When I come up against years ago for the job, Santi was probably the best player in, in my head from what I could see. He was yeah. probably the best player in the team at the time. Young Santi, I tell you why the Taylor were lucky. Young Santi just he he was he's the most laid back person you're ever gonna meet in your life. He was any more laid back, he just you know, he'd be lying down on the floor. Yeah. Um he was just he never he never got he never like got out of that kid's way of thinking of football. He yeah. used to take his kit home, wash it himself, and he'd turn up on a Sunday morning with his kit on, get out of his car, fucking joints in his mouth twenty minutes before <laughs> kick off. He'd go on the pitch and he just absolutely terrorised teams. I just, he's a, I don't know, he's a freak of nature. I don't know how he used to do it. He didn't train, he didn't do anything. He just turns up 20 minutes before kickoff, kick the ball a couple of times, ref it blows whistle, and that's it, he'd be off. He'd be off. I've got a, got a funny story while it's in my head. I'll tell you about um, Santi. 
People ask you some of the times funniest things you've ever seen on a footy pitch. There was this one game, and um, we were playing on Lower Brecht, the new, or the new Astro. Yeah. Uh, Santi's running late, texting me. Ants. Used to call me Chief. <laughs> be there now, Chief, he'd be saying. Um, anyway, two minutes before kickoff, I'm ringing him, Sam, where are you? Come on, mate. Be there now, Chief. Referee, can't wait no long, kicks off. But I can see Santi, because it's, it's pretty open, isn't it? I can yeah. see him parking up, gets out of his car. See him running round, full kit on already, whatever. Got a joint in his mouth, pre, pre-match ritual. Game's kicked off, comes running round, oh, give him a few blah, blah, here's where you're playing. Knew, didn't have to tell him where to play anyway, just went on and done his own thing. Ball goes out for a throw-in, referee waves him on, takes a pull of his joints, flicks it on the floor, runs on, lad takes the throw-in. Santi, littlest man on the pitch, jumps up, wins the header. As he wins the header, big fucking puff of smoke out of his mouth at the same time. <laughs> just knowing certain things just stick out in your mind. I was yeah. just, I was laughing my head off. I even think about it sometimes to this day, you know, I'm just laugh. Just thinking that just sums him up. But what a player Santi was. Boss, unbelievable. Boss, so, so how did it come about that you uh, took over as the manager of the Turley then? Um, well, I, that just goes back to obviously watching them for a few seasons. Then I was, I wouldn't say forced, but you know, I was, Got my arm twisted in getting back involved playing because I was I used to, used to I, was, I was a part of them anyway. I used to train with the Taley in the Albion. I used to have some good five or so games in there. I used to play for Friday night in the Albion with the majority of the Taley lads. And then it was Righty, uh, Terry, Tom Farrell, Baz just persuading me to get my boots back on. It's probably the worst thing I've ever done, but in a sense, the best thing because I might not have ever become the manager um, if I didn't play. But I don't mean him playing and practicing my first game, so that was just a nightmare. My playing, me me return to playing was just a nightmare. But anyway, it got me into the management side. I always used to look at us, the thirdly in these big games, and myself sometimes I played in them, and just the discipline is what we were lacking. We had a very, very good team. I don't think anyone could deny that on our day. We we could go against anyone on our day. But our day was very few and far between because we didn't know how to handle the big games. Yeah. And this might sound mad, but I was probably the one of the worst culprits for seeing the red mist in big games and blowing up and whatever. But standing on the sidelines, I seen it in a different way. I, I knew how to... I knew how to fix it, if that if that makes sense. Yeah, you can see the problem. Yeah, pull yourself away from it. Yeah, and think, when, I, can, I can sort it. Yeah, when I, when I'm watching the games, I'm thinking we just need a bit of discipline, bit of good leadership, and you know, put us in that point us in the right direction. Let them you know get make it sink into the brains of what they're doing wrong because it had nothing to do with ability. The ability was there. We had, you know we had a team reeling off the top of my head. The, the defenders were a bit bit mismatched. It could have been a make up of a few players, but. In my fear, what I'm thinking was Kevin Wright, Thomas Noon, Michael Ello. Yeah. Do you know Ello? Yeah, um, yeah. I think he's left now, but Run Corn Linnett's manager. Yeah. So he, what a player he, he, he was. was. Yeah, he was like a youth, youth prodigy, played for the fan sale in the Premier Cup in early 2000s. I was probably, he was probably about 18, yeah. 19. Yeah. Um, we had a, a lad called Anthony Carroll, Kazza. He was a winger. And Santi was the other winger. We had Stannard up front. That was like you, you know, if you were going to play a best eleven. That's probably you'd be they'd be on the pitch that that midfield and standard and you know I don't think you can't deny that it was a good team. We just we just didn't have the discipline and that's probably them them six players I've just mentioned there. They probably used to look behind. It was probably the defenders and the fucking goalie who used to let us down. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, we were the ones who always used to blow up and kick off if it wasn't going our way or under pressure. We 
probably too concerned more about losing, and that's what that's why we'd always unravel. Said them to loads of times, we've just got to get that, you know, psychologically over that little what you know made us fail. The mental block. Yeah, the mental block. It was just, it was it was a bit of a crime because we had we had a good team, and as I say, we we ran the league close a few times. Well, I think we knew we knew that we was always going to. But I think that's what it was. We knew when the when the push comes to the shove, we were always going to fucking unravel and. It was a shame, but as I say, I seen that. And when in our last season, Terry had stepped aside. Um, Tom Farrell kept us going, but give Farrell his due. He said, "Look, I'll see us through to the end of the season, but I can't commit to being being the manager." So obviously, you get thinking, don't you? Can I take it on? You know what I mean? Do I reckon I can? Can I get any more out of the squad of players? But at this moment in time, there was an up and coming team of a Sati called West Everton. Wex, yeah, the Zavs, yeah, Wex yeah, and, the Zavs. and um, they, oh, that's a story in itself. They they come up from the the lower leagues and yeah, eventually got it, into the Prem and won it. Yeah, unbelievable, unbelievable achievement what them lads done. But there was a young group of kids from there who, you know, it opens avenues, doesn't it? And I remember saying to Righty, "What do you reckon? Do you reckon they're going to be interested in Sunday footy things like that?" You know, it was good, good feedback. Lads were interested. We already got a few in in Farrell's last season. Top of my head, like I said, Dean Willow, Young Gorney, Peter France, Benzi, lads like that. Already started coming for us naturally. Muff, Daniel Murphy, you know, another great player still with us today, Muff. He, he signed. And we we were not on. And, and them types of players, again, they could have probably gone on and played for a very, you know, higher standard of amateur footy team than us. But we seem to get these lads who, who were just, you know, they want to just be a gang of mates. That's what we attract. That's what we base ourselves on. Gang of mates who, first and foremost, they're going to be there for each other, back each other up. Yeah. And they bought into it. So the season ends, Farrell steps aside. I go to write and say, I fancy you. You know what I mean? I'll, 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 I'll be the manager. I reckon I can do something here. We've already got the basis of a good team. We just need to add some young, you know, up and coming, mix that with the, you know, your eyelashes. Yeah, the, the experience. That's the saying goes. Um, but we also need to get rid of the terrible mentality. And I was the first, no, and the first thing I said to him was, I won't be playing no more. That's, you know, that's, I'll be the manager. I'm manager on the sides. I'm not going to be player manager, nothing like that. Because I was only uh, 29 when I started managing the Taylor. Uh, what so, was your approach? That Was your approach like going to be a bit of a uh, disciplinarian or take a stricter approach? Like, you got to be there for a certain time, make sure you you let me know the night before. If you're not there this week, you won't fucking play next yeah. week. Type of yeah. Well, that's that's how I try to set my stall out. Like I've learned, I've learned a few. I I think I'm. I don't know. People might disagree, but I think I'm different now to what I was when I first started managing. I was I was young and raw. I tried to give that discipline approach, and it worked. It did work. Obviously, you know we we evolved into a very good team and won trophies. But I used to take a lot of things personally. In my, in my early days, no lads let you down. Yeah, I did myself. I'd be thinking, yeah. is it you know, you grow, you grow to, that goes on in every single amateur uh, football team thing, in the city, thing with in the footy, country. My thing with footy was, I, the only time I missed playing footy is if I was injured, if me, if my leg was hanging off. I never missed a game through ale. I never missed a game through parties. I, I always booked my holidays in the pre-season. I used to say to the lads, stop booking your holidays in the, in the and he yeah. used to look at me as if I was on the bench, you know what I mean? I'd yeah. say, get your holidays in when the season finishes. Be back for pre-season. Don't want you missing friendlies. And, that. and he used to look at me as if I was a bit round the bend. But 
that was just my my like dedication to amateur footy. I wanted to do it. I wanted to do it as professionally as you could without looking like an absolute wally. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, to be honest, that that that's exactly how how I approach it. It's all or nothing. If you're all in, then you you give everything. That's that's what I believe. That's why I went so many years of not playing it because I could never commit to it properly. You know, said before, you know, stupidly or not, me, me love for Everton was was more than playing amateur footy. I go every single game, wouldn't miss it for the world. Yeah. So I didn't want to let teams down and things like that. That was why I didn't. It was one of the reasons why I didn't play for so for so long. And again, when I come back playing, got an injury. I was you no, know, I was picking niggles up and getting back to playing. I just felt like I was letting people down all the time. Do you know what I mean? I felt like it was a you know. Fucking excuse! I was fucking injured on every other week, and it just it, it used to do me head in. So the thought of managing us and coming from it from a different angle, still being a part of an amateur football team. One thing I did get when I got back playing was the bug, you know, not just playing after the after the match, yeah, go and have a pint, you know, yeah. everyone together, all the lads together. That was something that was it did it did it got me again. So I didn't I didn't want to leave amateur football again. I wanted to stay in it. That's yeah. that's why I thought. Management, for me, I think, uh, I reckon we can do something here. I had a little bit of a vision, as I say, these young kids from the Wex, the lads that we already had, and it snowballed from there. Well, how long would you say it took them from taking over to start reaping the rewards of, of what you were trying to uh, plant, the, <laughs> plant the seeds? Well, uh, believe it or not, we didn't win our first league game until November when, when I first took over. Yeah. Yeah, a bit of a mad one. There wasn't, as you know, in Sunday football, games get called off, so we didn't play that many league yeah, games. You could only play about six games in November. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we did, we won. I got my very first win in the in the Premier Cup against a team from Widnes. I can't even remember what, the, what they're called. But we beat them anyway, convincingly. But our first league win wasn't until November against Bernesk, it was. Yeah. And then we only we only won another one till Christmas. And, you know, obviously... La- you know, laughing, joking, getting a bit of steak, saying "fucking hell, you're, you're you're getting the sack here." You're not even going to see <laughs> six months out. <laughs> Took over as manager. You're not even going to see Christmas out. But that season, my first season of management, which was the Thaley's last season, turn of Christmas. I don't know what it was. It was just we were out both cups. We'd only won two league games, and I think it was a bit of pressure off. I remember the game we played a team called Melbourne on Joe Stone, first game after Christmas. And I remember saying to them, look, it's just league games. I think we had 13 league games left. I said, just league games. So let's see what we can do. Stop, you know, stop putting too much... You know, said to them, maybe I'm putting too much pressure on you. Maybe I've thought we can do a lot more than we can. You know, we're not ready for it, whatever. All that talk. And 13 league games, we won 11 um, and lost two. And we ended up taking the bargain to a playoff for the league in that first season. From going from two league victories at Christmas, we ended up taking the bargain. Um, we were the best team in our league then. You had Vazakli, but they didn't see that season out. They folded halfway through that season. I don't know how we done it, but we took the bargain to a playoff for the league. Little little tail to the end of that season. Um, we One of our defeats that we suffered was against the bargain. Beat us convincingly, and we've got a we've got a good um, good little thing with the bargain. I'd say they're probably our rivals in that league because the two of us have been, as it stands now, I think we're the longest serving teams in the business houses league. Yeah. After the job and Nicosia have gone, on that. yeah, because yeah. obviously them teams have gone now. So us and 
the bargain at the last two stands, and if you like, Evan Brunescu, but they were up and down the division. That's what I mean. Yeah. Sorry, I don't mean I, I don't mean the longest serving teams. Yeah. I'm just saying who've been in that in, league in consistently that league, yeah, yeah. without getting relegated or without joining or swapping over yeah. things like that. Um, so it's, uh, they're probably our closest rivals because we've had some great games against the bargain. They, they're the boss team, the bargain. Yeah, they're they? a great the setup as well. Yeah. You know, that Ganga type lads, of stuff yeah. I admire a lot. Honestly, it's the type of stuff what I said to Rise from the start. What we need to get in, get to be being like, is a good run Sunday football team, not just a gang of lads you turn up. Yeah. Established. That's that's what the part of being established is. It's the longevity as well. It's no good just being, um, for instance, remember the likes of the Kenilworth coming. Yeah. Look like a boss team on paper, but yeah, it there was, a, there was, wasn't then, it? But you've got to establish yourself yeah. and, and longevity. That's what makes you a well-known uh, cornerstone of your league, which what you are definitely. Well, I, you know, I'd like to think we're getting there. I wouldn't even class us as that yet because some of the amateur football teams in this city down the years who you know a lot more well-known than us. You know what I mean? If we can get to one quarter, half of some of them, like some of them teams, you've got like. Top of my head now, you've got your lobsters, your oysters, your Canada's who must be, I might be wrong there, but I think they're probably the three longest serving teams in Liverpool, aren't they? Yeah, they're up, present. Yeah, they're up there, mate. Certainly. I think they must be. You know, teams like that, they're, they're the teams who I looked up to. I, I, from a kid, I remember them teams. And then late 20s, 29, whatever, now managing, possibly coming up against them. It was whether people take Sunday amateur football um, seriously or not. Like, I do. It's one of the things that I always did from when I took over as manager. I treated it as serious as a manager going out and managing a Prem club. Because yeah. I think that was the only way to do it. If you, As I just said before, if you're going to do something, do it properly, all in or nothing. That's the way yeah. I approach. Same, same as me, mate. I, I used to spend half an hour doing the nets, mate, because I wanted <laughs> the, peg, the pegs in the right team. Yeah. It's just like... Bit of OCD. Yeah, I think I've got OCD. that myself, yeah. Related to that one. Um, yeah, what, so, happens, what happened in that playoff then? Oh, yeah, sorry. Lost me, um, lost me chain of thought there. The bag and the playoff. Anyway, little little drama at the end of that season. We we were beaten convincingly by the bag and 3-0. Um, everyone thought. We, we had a little few murmurs. Things were going on in the league and teams... Netherly Woods, they were up there that season. They were having a go at it, and then they started the tail off, getting weird defeats and whatever. And suddenly, we've come from like thinking, "Fucking hell, what have I done here? Two league, two league wins at Christmas." Suddenly, we were like, we were up there, touching distance, and the lads were, you know, getting a little bit of bit of confidence, whatever. But we went and played the bargain. The bargain beat us three 0 and we thought, "Fucking hell, you know." Let's get back in our lane a little bit there. We're not as good as them, yeah. But then we just bounced straight back. Win, win, win. And then we played the bargain again on the Dockers this time. And we beat them 4-0. And it was, the, it was the first complete performance that we'd ever had, you know, since I was the manager. We, you know, we'd done to them what they'd done to us a few, few couple of months beforehand. Yeah. We beat them convincingly 4-0. And I think they got a little bit nervous because they, they should have run away with the league, I think, from what I can remember. And it boiled down to this, this Thursday night. Um, I always remember it was my birdie and we played the job away and the job always being our little nemesis thing, you know, little torn in your side, always used to beat us in important games. Uh, we went up to the job, played them and we scored a last minute winner to win 2-1. Driving home, someone gets on the phone, the bargain of drew 2-0 with Bernesque. Now at this time, I think Bernesque were 
I think they were bottom or maybe second to bottom or something. No, and we was like, we was like, come on, don't be winding us up there. <laughs> Have they drew or what? Yeah. And they're like, honestly, they drew. Banesh, I'm sure Banesh got a pen in the last minute or something like that. And they scored, well, obviously they scored, drew to all. Ends up back in the campy. As I say, it was my birdie. So <laughs> we had a we had a few berries, but I think it actually took us top because the bargain had games and hands on us then. So we were top with one game to play. I think the bargain had a couple. Bargain had to win it. We had to win our last game, which we did. Bargain had to win their last two to draw level points, which they did. So it went to a playoff. Playoff fucking hell. Aunt, still haunts me to this day. But Where was it? It was a massive learning curve. It's the civil service, is it? The civil talk. Yeah, is it? Is that am I getting the right one there? You yeah. know the play, play yeah, civil whatever service, it's called yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, it was on there. Um, game, rough little thing of the game. It was, I think we were all. It was one nil, one all, two one us coming to the end of normal time, equaliser, two all. Bit gutted, but you know, still confident we could do it. Goes into the extra time, three two us. Last kick of the game, bargain, bang, three all. Mentality wise, we were just, we were gone. We were beat. No way, you just know. We might as well not even took the pens. Yeah, it's not your day, yeah. No, we might as well just not even took it. We might as well just, you know, give them the trophy and let them what. And, and the pens proved it. They beat us 3 0 on pens. We didn't, we, we missed three straight pens on the run. No, what's mad about that? About two or three years before, when I was involved with the job, I couldn't play. We lost to the bargain on penalties in a playoff for the league. Oh yeah, yeah. On on pens that was on Scar Green. It's mad that's so, so, yeah, I've heard that one so, as well. So yeah. they've held the nerve twice in, in pen shootouts to win the title, which is which is fucking some going that, isn't it? Yeah, as I said before, I've got you know admire the bargain as a team, a club, whatever. All the time when we play against them, always fierce games. No matter if there's something riding on it or not, or not, you know, always there's there's rivalry between the campy and the bargain in terms of. As I said before, we've been there the longest now, and we've had some great games. It's it always twos and throws. You, you know, the bargain will have a spell where they'll they'll beat us. We'll have a spell where we beat them. You know, things like that. But yeah, yeah they've always always been great games. We met the bargain as well on the way to winning the national cup. We played them in the quarterfinals. That was a great game. That little hoodoo, not a hoodoo, but that 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 you know, it hurt us a little bit. That that game on the, the playoff because. We really thought we was going to win it and we had it in, you know, as the saying goes, we had it in our hands twice. Yeah. Two late equalisers. Would that have been your first trophy as Gaffer as well, yeah? Gaffer's yeah, well, it was your first season. Yeah. Not only the first trophy as uh, manager, that would have been the, our first trophy. We never won a trophy. As a club, yeah. There was another There was, there was another little um, mad stat about the Thurley, Breeze, Campy. Before we won the National Cup, we'd only ever won one National Cup game in our history. Yeah. And that's we can't put a number on it, but I was I was speaking to Wrighty about this, and it was it's at least ten goals that we had. Yeah. I actually won our first national cup game in that first season. We travelled to um, we played at Brad, Bradford Park Avenue's grounds. Yeah. Team called West Bowling. We beat them on pens, but honest to God, to this day, I don't know how West Bowling they were called, and honestly, they battered us. And I don't know, we just we just dug in, we just don't gone. But they were like the start, the early signs of us t- turning our mentality around. We couldn't do it all the time because total contrast. The next round, we played uh, a team called Burden New Fordley at Bersco. We were winning. John Stannard scored, and then the old ghost come back to haunt us. Uh, we ended up three men sent off and got beat 3-1. <laughs> Do you know? It, it, so we hadn't... But 
There's always red cards, and then that's because yeah. the refs are properly eager, aren't they? Oh, yeah. yeah Undoubtedly, I think that's a massive thing why so many Liverpool teams don't, don't do themselves justice. And it's justice the reputation in. that the Liverpool teams get from these refs, because they're not, sometimes they're not local refs, are they? No. So they come in straight away yeah. thinking these scouts bastards to do this, do that. And it's yeah. a bit like you're up against it, I think, from the start as well. Rep- reputation goes before you and whatever else, doesn't yeah. it? Well, as you say, when these out-of-town referees come to referee you, yeah, they have. We've had a few experiences ourselves going going away from home and are they against your aunt? I don't know. It might be a little bit of paranoia. It might be a little bit of truth. I don't yeah, know. If you win, you're not bothered. What the no, you're thinking. not at all. Yeah. We, um, we, had a, we had a great National Cup game up in the northeast. We played at Durham University, a team called Newton Aycliffe. Uh, this was only a couple of se- three seasons ago now. Uh, and it goes down to one of, one, of, one of my best performances from start to finish because, again, we played against the team from the off. You could see they were a higher standard than us. No no, no questions about it. They had some players who, you know, filtered back to play for this one, that one, whatever of a Saturday. And first half an hour, they absolutely battered us. But we were only 1-0 down. And that was their biggest mistake. We got to half-time, we were only 1-0 down. Yeah, got a Mem- score when you're on top Yeah, I mem- remember saying... I think just before half time we came into our own. I always remember Matty Willow hitting the post just before half time. And I remember going in and saying to them, We you don't know how much you, you know we've got out of jail there. Eh? If I'm them, I'm fucking I'm going I'd be fucking going berserk in there. I wear not more than one goal up. I said, We've you know, we've got nothing to lose. Yeah. He's playing with fear, and which we was at the time. We were a little bit overawed, you know what I mean? Second half. Ten minutes into the second half, we're three one up. We absolutely blew them away. Unbelievable goal by uh, Lee McCardle. One of one of the best goals I've I've seen. You know, in while I've been the manager, unbelievable goal. What he scored to make it three one. Obviously, they came at us again, ungone, backs against the wall. Unbelievable defensively. But the referee, we're talking about referees. That's why I'm going on about this story. I remember the referee telling us two minutes of added time. They score late on to make it three two. After he said two minutes of added time, eight minutes later, we're still playing. Do you know, it's like, it's, there's a little bit of battle for refs being yeah. against you, biased, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, Fergie time, nah. from, from two minutes of injury time, next minute, they make it 3-2. Eight minutes later, we were still playing, but we young gone and won and that, that'll go down. We got beaten, we got beat by the Mayfair in the next round, so it was, it was irrelevant. We didn't do nothing in the competition, but, but going back to that, First National Cup game that I ever won against West Bowling. Again, we got absolutely battered. Honestly, I'm not joking. Like, you know, it's funny now. Lads who came to watch us got off because Everton were playing at the time. We played QPR away or something. They were on the telly. Some lads actually got off and went to watch the game in the in the clubhouse or the booze or whatever because we were getting battered. We were getting beat one nil, and the game changed all on. Their lads goes through on goal. Chips are keeper. Underneath at the bar, and honestly, I don't know what it's fucking. I don't know what the lines and never give it. That went in our favour that day. It was about two foot over the line. Definitely yeah. never give it. Young Shanty, Mick Shant, uh, scored with a cro- cross shot. He said he shot. It was a cross defo. Azola looped in one all. Yeah, and we just done gone in the um, extra time. Beat them on pens. That was our first ever national cup win. Unbe- like it was unbelievable to think that we'd gone about ten years of entering the competition. First round every single year, and that was all to do with discipline. Going to places, eight men ending up with eight men, just absolutely no. Just didn't know how to discipline ourselves on winning them type of games. 
So in your first full season as Gaffer, then how did you uh, get your first trophy over the line? What was the uh... so second second season as manager? We changed our name to Camfield basically because we were that's where we were going. We were running we, we were running from there unofficially as the Thaley, you know, going back there all the time after games, going having some boss nights in there in the campy of a Sunday. The fella Bobby Bobby Annan who used to run it, he. He sponsored us because we were, you know, sponsored us, changed our name, Camfield. And then first season, coming off the back of that heartbreak against the bargain, we reacted in the in the in the right way. You could see it. You know, the lads who stayed around, they were hungry to go and put it right. Sounds like the poorest season <laughs> from last year, you know what I mean? Aye, aye. Um, <laughs> yeah, but we, they was, they were hungry. I, could, I can remember, I can see it. It was the right response because, to be honest, I came off that pitch that, that day against the bargain. I was thinking, oh, now is this going to be the final nail in the Taylor's coffin? Do you know what I mean? More heartbreak, but it wasn't. It was the total opposite. We, start, we signed some very good players, very, very good players, took us to that next level again. Um, from start to finish in that league, we, we absolutely ran away with it, in my opinion. We had a close close contender, a team called Old Bank from up by Eighton Ways. Eighton, yeah, yeah. And well, they, did they change the name from Larkspear? Was it them that the Larkspear lads? Yeah, no, it's, I well, time. I think the Larkspear and Old Bank, one of them are now the Mayfair. They, they, yeah. The Mayfair moved into our leagues and took over one of them too. I might be getting that wrong there. It was definitely one of them. It was definitely Larkspear or Old Bank that Mayfair took over. But they were they were similar. They were they, they were similar teams. Lads had signed from Bolton, but this season was Old Bank, and we actually took it to the final game. I don't know. You know, it's it's mad because I always think we just ran away with that league, but we did actually go to our final league game. It just means that they were. It means you win. You win in your games, but they were winning theirs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they was. If you looked at the league tables, it finished. It finished slightly like it looks a bit easier than what it was due due to them having games in hands, and I think. You know, we've done it in the past. When we beat them and won the league, I think they just didn't even bother playing the final few games in hand because it was pointless. So yeah, that's why the yeah. league looks a little bit more, bit of distance than it was. But we played them last game on the Dockers and there was a little story to it beforehand where I, I chose to keep to myself. The league to a team called St. Sebs didn't see the season out. And at first, the league expunged all the... No, no, do you know where if you, yeah. you if you play three quarters of the league, yeah. your record's meant to stand. The Sebs had played three quarters of the league, but the league had made a mistake and wiped the records off. Anyway, got sorted out, but the league turned up, you know, before this game, our last game to win the league and told me, oh, do you know what, we've made a mistake there, blah, blah. But I just kept to myself. I never told the lads because I thought, if I go in here and tell these, it's it's it's, it's liable. Will will that old little meltdown come back to haunt us? You know what I mean? People start fucking losing their heads. What wow, fucking we? Because we're going into this last game thinking that we've got breathing space to possibly get beat. But when the when when the records got put back in, we had to go out, go back, go out that day and win that game to yeah. win the league. Otherwise, the old man could have gone and win all their games and hands and won it. Do you, yeah. do you get what I mean? Yeah. But the lads went out onto the pitch thinking that. If we got beat, it's not the not you know it's not the end of the world because the old bank still can't catch us. One one of them things. We went out, great game again. Uh, we was we you could see we were the makings of a very very good team. That season was when we started stepping up. There's a few little things in that season what happened that made us to what we was. Good ending. John Stannard came off the bench and him um, got the third. We beat the old bank three one to win the game. So that was that was Stannard's last game for us. Yeah, he told me you know that season he he struck up a little bit of a. Mad partnership with um, 
Coxie, Ryan Cox, who we signed from a very young kid. I've seen him play a few pre-season games for the Wex. Yeah. Got him on board. And he's just, a, you know, Coxie's just a goal scorer. Just just yeah. scores goals. And we used to have this little little rotation thing, Coxie. I think he was only 17. Coxie would play like 70 minutes, do the job, score his goals. Stanard had replace him with the final 20, come on. And I think Stanard probably scored just as many goals as Coxie yeah. in that season. Because <laughs> he used to come on and just... You know, net every every time. When everyone's not yeah, and that, that's exactly same game plan. Coxie came off, Stannard came on, seat wrapped it up, which was a great way to finish, to be honest, because Stannard, as we were saying, great player, great yeah. amateur footy player. So that was your first uh, league title over the line and the, and the club's first trophy, yeah? Yeah, first trophy. But um, How did you celebrate that? <sighs> I know, very hard. For about a week. <laughs> Too hard, I think, because the weekends after, we had the bargain in our senior cup final. The business hours of senior cup final and yeah. they beat us on Wally so Park was that as well that was on Wallingall Park yeah so yeah. the little bargain case was still there for a bit they uh, they beat us and rightly so to be fair that day we didn't turn up at all I think that little release of winning your first trophy after so many years so much like you know second best I think we just mentally just switched off from football on the weekends after yeah, that's not trying to take anything away from the bargain. As I said, the bargain beat us convincingly that day. I remember that game very well. Yeah, but the little the little case of the bargain was still still around. What about Premier Cup runs and that at that time? Uh, Premier Cup. Well, little little story about the Premier Cup in that same season, and this is regarding uh, the Oyster, who a team who we've had a lot of rivalry with over the seasons, even though we weren't in the same leagues. Seems to draw each other quite a lot in cups and that. Yeah. But funny enough, you know, first as a conversation, but me, me and Wrighty, just before the league was start and pre-season, if you like, of my first season becoming manager, and spoke to Wrighty, and I, you know, said all oh, what I've just spoke to you about. Listen, it's all or nothing. You know, we're in it, we're in it to be the best. And Wrighty's looking at me like I've got two heads because we, you know, you've got to remember we're coming off the back of years of being runners-up, failing in semi-finals all the time to even consider us trying to be the best team in Liverpool was that crazy at that time. Do you understand me? Yeah, you know, yeah. It was a, no, it was a big, thing, saying, yeah. big thing for the likes of Wrighty to you know, take in. But I was like, Kev, if we're going to do it, let's do it properly. Let's aim for the top. And at that time, they used to, you know, without doubt, were the best team around, best team in England, never mind Liverpool. Yeah. And I said, let's, you know, let's aim for them. Let's aim for them. Why, why, why not? So, you know, if we get, get within 20% of what they've done, we'll, we'll have an brilliant few years ahead of us and again right he's looking at me as if I've lost the plot because I'm trying to say let, let's aim for the best team in, in the city but that come off the back of two memorable games against Dewey I remember us playing them in the semi-final of a Premier Cup up, up in Crocky we were actually winning 3-0 with 15 minutes to go played unbelievably which we could do as I've said on our day when the Thaley Cup played and you know, we, we were on our game, we could play and we were on a match for anyone. We were training up with 15 minutes to go. Oyster, best team in Liverpool by far at that time. He scores it, what should have been a consolation goal to make it 3-1. And our heads just absolutely fell off. <laughs> we got beat 4-3. No Fif- 15 minutes of the game to go, we were winning 3-0. Lads... I think, again, fucking hell, this Everton cares once again. Lads were getting off because I'm sure Everton were playing on the same day. Lads were getting off to go and um, watch Everton on the telly because it was 3-0 with 15 to go. My mates, 
And I, I remember going, no, we should have been going out and celebrating after. I remember going back to one of the lads' houses. Um, and they were like, you fucking messing me. What? 4 3? It was 3-0. We got off with less than 15 minutes ago. What happened there? You know, we just couldn't believe what had gone on. But it was just a typical example of us and how we used to fold under pressure at that time. So that was a massive, you know, a massive thing in the Thurley's history, what you don't really want to be remembered for. But again, the next season, we drew the Oyster again in the first round of the Premier Cup. <laughs> so, but this time it was on the Dockers. And for me, this was the worst out of two of them. It may, be, may not be the most dramatic, but it was the worst because not only did we have that memory of the season before, but we goes into this game, we go 3-0 up once again. We're 3-0 up at half-time. This, this I think, oh, sorry, 3-1 at half-time. You used to score just before half-time. 3-2, 3-all. Everyone's having a meltdown again. Oh, can hell, it's happening again. But this time, about 10 minutes to go, John Stannard makes it 4-3 for us. I'm on the line this, this game. I was, um, I'd had a knee operation, so I wasn't, I wasn't playing. didn't take no part. And we had no manager that game as well, by the way. Um, Tom Farrell couldn't, couldn't make it. And myself and Jed Ennigan, who yeah. signed for the Thurley, we sort of took the team. Do you know what I mean? And that was probably my first experience as being a manager without actually being the manager. Yeah, trial none. Four, three with 10 minutes to go, and we'd done the same again. Got B5-4. <laughs> it was just, uh, honest to God, that was just totally, you know, that was, the, uh, we weren't the only team that used to done that too. Yeah, sure. you smell blood, you turn yeah, the screw, the, you? Yeah, that, that was it. But one of my points of me saying this is, that's what I was saying to Wrighty. I was saying, you know, look at the mentality. The only thing that we're going wrong here is mentality. We've got the players, we've got the ability. We just haven't got no mentality. We don't have to handle pressure one way or the other. If we're winning convincingly, we're liable to blow up because we, we can see one goal and we just think of the worst. Yeah. And when we're getting beat, we blow up in different ways and end up fucking eight men. The Premier Cup in the Oyster, for me, is the biggest game that Canfield played in terms of what changed us and what made us into what we was. My first season, uh, sorry, my second season as manager, first season as Canfield, we drew the Oyster again in the Premier Cup. So this is the third time now that I've I've been drawn against the, um, the Oyster in the Premier Cup. Two as a player, first time as a manager. So we goes up to play them in Crocky and we're fancying ourselves as a team now. This is the first season as the Canfield. We've signed a good good crop of players on, you know, we've got Coxie, we've got, you know, we already have players like Mick Santi, Matty Willow signed for us, who else, we've got the likes of Muff, we signed Neil Jones from the Wex, who were the Wex lads signed for us back then, Darren Jones, yeah. Danky, who used to play for the Oyster, yeah. who, by the way, has won the National Cup three times, I don't know if anyone else has done that in this city, yeah. Um, he's won. He won it twice with the Oyster, and he won it once with us. What a Dan, player as well! Yeah, un- unbelievable. Again, probably liable to lose his head a little bit sometimes. But yeah, what a player! Absolute machine. You know, for talking about lads who you know won't let anything stand in the way of them playing, he he's got to be one of them. He he would you know you know rightly or wrongly many a times he's turned up and he hasn't he hasn't had a minute's sleep. You know, from <laughs> Saturday night and he's gone out and he's been one of the best players on the pitch. How he done it, I don't know, but he used to, and fair play to him, no matter who he was playing for. But yeah, this game against the Oyster, um, remember we went to Canfield Pub to get changed because it wasn't so wasn't so easy to get changed up at the Oyster. You had to use the sports centre, whatever. So we just found it easier. We went to Canfield Pub to get changed, got changed in there before it, and I just remember just 
I remember the team talk I give to them. I, you know, basically said, if you, if you want to be a team, then we've got to go and beat the best. It's as simple as that. You, you don't, I'm not giving no pats on the back for beating teams that we should be beating. Here it is, being put in front of us. For me, yeah, I wanted it. There was a few players who were a bit like, fucking hell, you used to, you know what I mean? Fucking hell, first round. But I was like, no, you know, this this is what we want. Don't learn from our mistakes. Learn from the past how we used to be. Stop being scared of playing the best. Stop being scared of losing. And what is the worst that can happen? We lose against the best team in the city. Everyone does that <laughs> every weekend. Yeah. Won't just be us. Be the ones that don't do that. Yeah, but I, I honestly, honestly, I honestly believe we could go there and beat them that day. I honestly, did. I knew what we had. I just we, we we needed it to click. And in my mind, there was no better place for it to click than against the best team in, in the city. We did. We went up there and we beat them three two. And believe it or not, it was probably the Easter who lost their heads that day. They went down to ten men. They give a pen away for us to win the game, and it was just. You know, it was the making of the Canfield. Would we have gone on to be the team without that game? I'm not saying, you know, we're still a good team. But honestly, from where we come from, mentality-wise, to go up there and do that against the Oyster, it was, you know, it changed us. It, it changed something. Something in our minds clicked that day when we beat that, when we beat the Oyster. And it was no looking back from there. And 18 months later, we were National Cup champions. So after the uh, you beat Houston in the, in the Premier Cup run, where did you get to there with that? That was the season um, we played the job in the semi-finals. Yeah, no, I know the game, yeah. I tell you what, we've had some, in that Premier Cup, we've had some last-minute heartaches, I tell you. <laughs> Even to this season, to, to this, this season just gone. 1-0 up, late equaliser, extra time, 2-1 up, last kick of the game. Yeah, I remember it. The job equaliser. <laughs> Get beat on pens. I remember it, yeah. So I spoke to, uh, obviously, as you know, loads of me mates played for the job I did myself, but uh, I spoke to Torpy about that game. I think it was him and Geno, Stevie Geno, were running it at the time. I don't know whether Alan, Alan Edge had just left or whatever. I remember him saying, he said to me, they played you in the league and just wiped the floor with them and he thought, he thought they're better than us. Yeah. We've got to try and mix it up a bit here in, in this game if you want to try and win the semi-final. So they went like proper there. Uh, Proper cagey, and he said they played, they played full backs on the wings to yeah. try and like contain the contain it. Yeah, and he said he remembers being one nil down, and you missed a couple of chances. Yeah, but they they had a, a Bosch keeper, Dave Moran, who's my mate, a, a good keeper. Yeah, like yeah, Chibu very good keeper. That. Yeah, he said Dave sort of kept them in the game. They rolled the luck a bit. Yeah, and not not saying it it went according to plan, but that's what they hoped would happen, and and happens. The keeper kept them in the game. They equalised in like the something like the ninetieth minute of of normal time, and then the hundred and twentieth minute yeah. of extra time. I think it was actually Torpy who come on. Yeah, scored, it was. Scored yeah. equaliser. Remember, yeah. remember that. Remember that equaliser till the fucking day I die. I remember it now, thinking back. Yeah, and that's how it was. And again, that's no disrespect to the job, but I think we 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 finally was a better team than them. Then we'd spent so many years, like you know. The job were better than us because they, they, they could handle things well better than us. You know, they used to beat us in big games, things like that. But in that season, we we was a better team than them. And they, as you say, they, they knew that. And the way they played that day was exactly what you've just said. And remember, we, we missed... I was That's what I was going to say, sorry, before you said, mentioned their keeper. I remember their keeper making a few great saves. We were 1-0 up on top. Should have been 2-3, out of sight, game done. We never. And as you say... There's a, there's an element of luck in every game plan, so 
fair play to them. Especially cup games as well. Yeah, and not then, half. So they went on to win it. They, they beat the Mariners in the cup final. So you'd, you'd have obviously fancied your chances against the Mani in, in the uh, well, in the final, like you would against anyone. Yeah, as I say, that that's where we was then. We were fancying, you know, confidence is everything, isn't it? We were, we were fancying our chances against everyone. From the moment we beat the Oyster that day, we fancied our chances against anyone we come up against. That, that's the mentality that, yeah. that game breathed in us. Do you want to tell us about the National Cup win then and the uh, the, the run to that? Yeah, so National Cup season, um, you couldn't have got two more contrasting halves of seasons, if I'm being honest. Just in terms of the competition, uh, let ourselves down a little bit in the league, started slowly, was always playing catch-up. National Cup, first rounds, we played Pulton Royal, from over the water. Yeah. We were 3-0 up, coasting, 10 minutes to go, 3-1. 3-1 turns to 3-2. And then from the kickoff, we give the ball away. You aren't in shit games, are oh, you? I'll tell you, honest <laughs> to God, I fucking know. don't know why I've never thought of this before. A few things are starting to drop here, as I'm saying all this out loud. Um, gives the ball away from the kickoff. Lad goes clean through on goal and hits the outside of the post. And we win 3-2. But I always say, imagine that goal goes in. Because we were nowhere near the team we was in, in the, the second half of the, the season. Because yeah. we made signings around that. Not so much signings. We got lads back around Christmas who couldn't play for us for various reasons. Like some Matty Willow couldn't play for us for the first half of the season through a Saturday football. Went inside for, signed for Marine. Um, we had the likes of Muff, Lee McCardle, who they were in Wales, so they couldn't play for us. They came back at the Christmas. Um and we made some fucking really good signings. Ryan Jones, uh, goalkeeper, unbelievable, massive part, massive, massive reason why we won that national cup. Yeah, Signed him yeah, at the I Christmas. Made as well, Sarfies, didn't he? Well, that, that's I was saving him to last of them being honest, because if there's ever you know an under what you call it an understated signing, then Toddy is it because Toddy ended up playing in the national cup final. Had to step in for one of our lads, Muff. Fucking biggest mistake of his life. As you were saying early on, booking booking holidays when you don't know about our final dates. Yeah. He was away. Muff had to go on holiday. And psychologically, that was a massive thing for us because him and Wezzo at that time for me were the best centre-half partnership in the league by a country mile. Yeah. And not, a part- not just in the league, in, in the city. You know? Partnerships are important as well. It doesn't matter about individual. If you've got a good understanding, centre-half, you're, you're halfway there, aren't you? Yeah, not half, yeah. And taking Muff out of that was, was massive psychologically. But Toddy, I think I reckon he, he gave the man of the match a run for the money in the final, Toddy. Yeah, he's brilliant, mate. Give him a job to do. If oh, you, yeah, if you just, want him to, to mark someone out of the game, he's yeah. the man, mate. Listen, he doesn't he's he doesn't try and think he's something he's not. He he heads, he tackles, he defends, but he does it with a bit of bit of style, <laughs> if, yeah, if that yeah. if that makes sense. And a bit of fucking steel as well. Yeah. He leaves he, it in, doesn't he? he yeah, you know, he's he is your centre. He's your amateur football centre half, isn't he? Tozzy. Yeah. Well, all through the the years, I played with him mainly. He was like a defensive midfielder, and as he's got older, he's gradually took the step back. Because I remember when when the uh, the job lost the Premier Cup final to the Oyster. Yeah. Um, and for whatever reasons, the two centre half were unavailable. Big Steph and, and whoever were unavailable. Uh, might have been Robbo, Tommy Bowden, someone like that. And Sean Morley he was obviously only little, and Tozzy played centre half. Against up against like Leighton and Tom, yeah. and that the pair of them were brilliant. Morley was unbelievable, Mark and Leighton. Yeah, um, they lost on pens, I think, from what I can remember. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah. Toddy from that game there, stepping into centre half, everyone's gone, Hanel. 
could be in a, a new a new position for him there. So, Utility player. Yeah. <laughs> so then you've got your signings back. You, you've won your yeah, first. Yeah, well, sorry, you went, went a bit off track there. First, that, that was the first. The first round against Portland Royal, 1-3-2. Second round, for me, was the hardest game of the competition in terms of we played Wimble Kestrels up at Schem. Yeah, Northern well, yeah. Um, he's good and, gang of lads as and well. The game, and the team they out, had out that day, honestly, was a very, very good team. Very good team. We had just signed Stephen Jones that season, at the start of the season, but he'd been missing. with it. He, He'd done his knee in pre-season for AFC Liverpool, uh, so he didn't play for the first few months. He'd previously made his debut the weekend before against Kenilwood, came on a sub and scored an attack, we won 3-0. That's right. <laughs> oh, great, great. That was, that was just Stephen Jones. He, he, he scored in big games. That's, that's what he was, a big game player. He, he started in the game against the Kestlers, but again, there was a little... Little story behind this game. Turns up at at Skem and whatever. Next minute, uh, you know, you heard the whispers whether they whether they want to do it on purpose or not. Someone's had a fucking party the night before. Lads have been out and whatever. I'm listening to this, just trying to blank it out. You know, thinking, come on, no. <laughs> so I'm looking around the dressing room, looking at people. People are a little bit worse for wear. Checking eyes. Yeah, you know, not the greatest um, preparation. We had a few injuries around that time as well. Not no, not trying to make excuses whatsoever. Um, we had a couple of players playing. We had Chris Green, anyone knows him, Baz. He was either a striker or a goalie. And he actually played on the right, on right wing this day because yeah. we were short on numbers. We got battered again, honestly. I don't, I, I remember saying at the end, we eventually won on pens. We went down to nine men also. We had to play the whole of extra time with nine men. We won on pens, and believe it or not, the, the referee sent our keeper off in pens for saving the winning pen. And no, just in in just ex- joy, jumped up and volleyed the ball over the stand, <laughs> and the referee gave him a second yellow card. Okay, so no. we just saved the pen to win as the game and got sent off at the same time. So for Kezzy, who was playing for them, like a big Tommy and a uh, Boily and that Boily, yeah. yeah. We ended up signing Boily a few seasons later. Uh, great player, Boily. Didn't. Pff, it's a shame of Boylean when he signed, eventually signed for us because every time we play, come up against them, he was the standout player for me. Always remember seeing him playing against us on lower breath and we were saying, you need to get it. Kezzy's was struggling. I know that sounds a bit shitty, but teams are struggling. They've got good players. They're going to get snapped up. So yeah. we were just got in there first, signed for us next season. Yeah, signed. And for whatever reason, it just didn't work out with him for us. It was, just, it was a shame, honestly, because... We had some great battles with them over the years, the Kezies, because we were in the Ormskirk League, and as as we've split up and the lads have gone to the different Liverpool leagues, they'd come over to the business hours, didn't they? Yeah. The Kezies, yeah. Yeah. I remember saying to their manager uh, at the, when we beat them on pens, I said, what do you say, mate? <laughs> the best team lost. You know, best team on the day by a country mile lost. But what we had was the beginning of a group, of, well, not the beginning, the makings of a group of lads who they knew how to battle the right way this time. Two, three seasons before, we'd have probably ended up with them. Na- we did end up with nine men, but it was just a difference about us. The yeah. grit was, you know, it was it was just a different type of mentality. We didn't feel sorry for ourselves when we got a man sent off no more. We rolled our sleeves up and it made us fight that little bit harder. Yeah. We hung on. So, you, so you've grinded through two two rounds there. Yeah, the first next. two rounds, well, that, that's not the end of it. <laughs> Third round, we played a team called Attenborough, Cavaliers from Nottingham. A couple of games were called off due to the weather. We ended up playing them on Alder Road, uh, the bargains pitch. 2-0 down. 
and down to 10 men and it was righty. She, we were a little bit unlucky with red cards. They, we wasn't getting red cards for the usual stupidness. We, we, I remember Kevin got sent off and it was an arse sending off. The referee was a Liverpool referee as well and I was just so shocked when he when he gave him the red. He said he went in with two feet. Maybe he did, but it was amateur footy. Kevin Wright, anyone who knows him, would never, ever go into hurt anyone in a tackle. It was just competitiveness. Got yeah. a red card anyway, 2-0 down at half-time. We ended up getting it back to 3-2. Sorry, we ended up getting it back to 2-all. Then they made it 3-2 and Young Coxie scored in about the 94th minute of the game to take it into extra time. And we always say, you know, we're, we're all 10 seconds away from going out that National Cup in the third round. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. we went on to win it in extra time, 4-3. And that was when, that was the period. That was just before Christmas. That was when we started getting lads back. Matty left Marine for whatever reason. Muff and Lee came back over from Wales for whatever reason. We signed the goalie on, Ryan Jones. Then you've got your toddy as well. Hope you haven't missed anyone out there. I don't think I have. But them, them players are just you know they're a diff, they're a step above. It's half a team as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is, and it was massive. And we draw, we got through against the pineapple in the fourth round. And at this moment in time, don't forget the Liverpool Sunday was still it was the the strongest league. It yeah. was stronger than the business hours back then. It don't might have changed now, but back then it was stronger. We got through against the pineapple who at the time with the oyster, and I think the. The Molly, you know, the Kenny Fields, they were up the and coming. The Pineapple win the Premier Cup round about that time. They won no. the league as well, didn't they? I'm not yeah. sure when they won the league, but it was round about that time. They, you know, they, they were a team that you wanted to avoid, put it that way, you know, because yeah. we knew about them. Yeah. We, we, we would, have, would have rather got a team that we didn't know about. But we got the Pineapple anyway, but the lads were confident. It was like, come on, you know, here's, here's another one. It's like, it's a bit like the Oyster game last season we're playing against a team that will regard themselves as one of the best in the city let's go out and fucking prove you know prove that we're, we're better than them and that game against the pineapple for all of our lads involved the first half an hour was probably the best football we've ever played still to this day we we blew them away with 3-0 up within our within in half an hour that last 16 or quarters was it? that's the fourth round no that's that's the last 16 yeah, yeah. fourth round yeah we 3-0 up and then our goalie makes a Pen save just on half time, save the pen. So he goes in at 3 0. Second half, they had nothing to lose, came at us. We ended up winning the game 4 2. Darren Jones got sent off. That's <laughs> to keep our red cards every game going. Um, Darren Jones got sent Did off. Did you have a good kitty for all these reds yeah. and yellow cards for the, the fines and that? Did no, you make I them pay themselves or what? I think we'd be in the Prem now if we did make them pay. Yeah, it's, you know, whatever. We used to, we, we were good at raising money, to be fair to us. We, we all, you know, we've done That's our half part. the battle. Yeah. Half the battle, amateur yeah. fuzzy. It is. But yeah, we got through that round 4-2. And when we won that game, remember us sitting in the in the campy, obviously after the, having a bevy. That was the moment we believed, I think, that we could we could go on and win it. You start looking at the other games in the tournament, then don't of you think, who have they got, who have they got, and it's you're short of time and map your way to final, aren't you? That's of what I'd have been doing anyway. You, you, you pr- it's probably a little bit of what's the word? I'm not. It's not false hope, but you look at results and you try and think. I remember we got through against the bargain in the quarterfinals. Who obviously we know. Yeah, we knew. We knew all about little stories of that game just before. Just before the game, we had a little bit of an injury crisis. Mick Willow, I think he was sick, couldn't play, and Santi, who was a massive player for us at that time. It was one of the way, one of them had an injury, one of them was sick. 
ends up losing the two of them just before kickoff. So we had Lee McArdle who signed for us as a striker. You know, I wanted him to be a striker for us, but growing up, he grew up like with Everton and things like that. He was a defender, so he, he slotted in that right back. And James Burns, Burnsy, who was a natural right back, right midfielder, had to play left back. So we were a little bit all over the place going into that game in the back four. We were one down at half time, and then again second half. We seemed to it's, there seemed to be a little pattern. We just pick no, no matter where it was, there'd be a time in the game where something had click. And we just turn it on, and in a 15, 20 minute spell, we we blow teams away. Do the damage. That, that went, seemed yeah. to be the common little team in that national cup that year, and we done it again. Two absolute screamers, one from Lee as a right back. You know he's probably come onto that probably later. And um, best strikers of a ball, right foot, unbelievable strike. What what are you to? What are you to? Yeah, proper daisy cut from about thirty yards. I mean, it it never, it never. You know, it, it just never went off track. Bang. Posting in. Um, then Kev McKellen, another great player for us who'd signed on at the start of that season. Again, got to know him through the Wex. Yeah, he was with Wex, yeah. He signed for us. City Liverpool now. Yeah, he's do, doing yeah. well at City Liverpool now, Kev. Yeah. Um, he scored the winner for us. And that was another great win. Little bit of a little bit of a thing you were far back with the Bayern because he would done us a few times yeah. previously in big games. So that was on to the semis then. And as I was saying, we're a little bit, you're looking at results. We get we get drawn against a team called Chapeltown, Ford Green. Chapeltown Ford, yeah. And they just beat the Allerton 2-1. I think it was the Allerton. I'm almost saying it was. They beat the Allerton 2-1. And, you know, it, it's a it's a mad thing to say because football does not work like this. But we're sitting there, and I remember us sitting there thinking, you know, they've only beat the Allerton 2-1. You know, we, 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 we'll be a match for these. Yeah. Blah, it's different blah, if, they, if they've ladded them 6-0, yeah. you think, oof, who would these? Yeah. But psychologically, you don't want to be looking at them beating someone 6-0, do you? Yeah. So we played them at Marine. And I think I've said this, I, I've said this before when I've been asked questions off the National Cup and whatever, who's the best team you've played against? And for me, whether they were the best team on every or on every day is another another matter. But for me on that day, Chapel Town were the best team that we faced. They were the best team we faced, just the all-round play. Again, it was it showed our mental strength, defensive ability, whatever, to stay in the game. Because first half was a bit scrappy, but they they had the most of it. And anyone who was there at that game, I think, will never never ever forget the save what Ryan Jones pulled off. The lad hit it that sweet. It was nestling in the top corner. All right, there's a little bit of exaggeration here, but I'm telling you now, he was starting to run away celebrating the goal. And Ryan come I've out. I've done and, that myself. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. I've done that myself. Yeah. Ryan come out of nowhere. I don't know how. I fucking hell. I think he had to step ladder in the goal with him or something. He come out of nowhere and tipped this ball over the bar. It was unbelievable. Honestly, you, you'd see that in the Premier. It'd be getting save of the season. It was un- unreal to save. He made a couple of other brilliant saves, but that one just, you know, you'll never see. I, I won't see a better save in amateur football than that. Don't care what anyone says. Got into half time, nil nil. Probably. I can't remember my team talk where for where, but it was probably something like, listen, we've got out of jail a little bit there, only for our keeper and good defence, you know, what we'd built ourselves on, good defensive display. Could be looking at a bit of a messy scoreline here. Second half, they go one up, but our mental strength was just, it was just snowballing. You had the people like Kevin Wright, Alan Wesso, who was another great player signed on for us at the start of this season. Sorry, halfway through the previous season, Wesso signed on for us. Great leader, great defender. You've got players like him who 
Kevin says to me, told me loads of times on the pitch, obviously standing on the sidelines, you're not you're not privy to the conversations that are going on, on the pitch. Kevin said he, he he remembers people saying to each other, We're not getting beat. We don't care we're one no down, we're not getting beat. Yeah. And again, fifteen minute spell, we just something clicked, turns it on. You had a little few players who when they connected, Matty Willow, Coxie, Stephen Jones, Santi, they were at like, you know, four forwards, three Matty are playing the ten. Santi and Coxie, although he's a striker, he used to play as like a. Was it like, was he Coxie was a bootle, right? Yeah, Ryan Cox, yeah, yeah. Ryan I know Cox. What you mean, yeah. Obviously, people know him as a forward, but he, he actually, and he's still, he, he's back playing with us again now. He, he plays off the right as a forward. He doesn't play centre forward. Like he plays a wide like. Forward, yeah. yeah, a little bit of a, a black winger, if you like, <laughs> right winger. Cheat. Yeah, cheat, yeah. <laughs> but, um, it worked brilliantly, honestly, because we had an absolute machine, like an engine of a right-back, Mick Willow, who was just up and down the line, covering two positions at once, right-back and right midfield. So it worked perfectly for us. And when them four forwards clicked, that's how we used to bleed, blow teams away. And they did. Remember, Matt equalised. And then Stephen Jones, again, big game player, left-footed, in off the post, 2-1, ungone. Well, I wouldn't say ungone, you know, seen the game out. Seen the game, one, two, yeah. One, two, one. Unbelievable feeling. Unbelievable feeling, honestly. Final whistle goes and you're thinking, National Cup final. There's, there's probably not many better feelings in footy than after you've won a semi-final. It's mad, isn't it? After a, you've won a semi-final, yeah, that, it's a mad that, one, that, that celebration of sometimes it's better than the final. The semi's like... Get in, you know, like the it goes off in the changes and all that. And I yeah, I'm having you. that. Yeah, I, yeah, I totally agree with you there. Yeah, it's it's a total different different celebration if if you like, isn't yeah. it? Winning a final, obviously you've won it. Pressure's off, big yeah. pressure release. But semi final victory, that was that was unbelievable that day. Unbelievable game victory celebration night, yeah. <laughs> all in one. So when did you find out where the game was going to be for the final? Because sometimes it like changes. Sometimes well, obviously he was at Liverpool for years, wasn't it? And then he started moving it away. It went to Tramia. Yeah, went to, I think. Uh, Mike, I think I'm right in saying now they used to have a home and away team in the final. So if you were classed as the home team, then you'd play in your your area. But now I think they just meet halfway, no matter who's in the final. I think that's what they what they try to do with us. Yeah. Obviously, it's not going to be smack bang halfway, but we um, played the team called OGM from Wolverhampton. Game ended up getting played at Ewood Park. Great day. Start, it started on the Saturday, to be fair. We all, not, we never went out on it for a drink. We we all went out and had, all had a scrum together. Yeah. You know, just get all the lads so together. Did you travel before. up the day before? Did you show? No, no, we just we went on the Sunday morning, left from the Canfield, but just on the Saturday night, just. Me, me, you know, just to get everyone together, just yeah. just start early rather than just turn up on the Sunday morning. We all went into town, went went, went for a went for a scram and all that. So part of it might have been making sure no one went astray. Yeah, <laughs> keep my eye on them all. I don't know, but we went for a scram anyway, and um, had a little talk, whatever. Not too much about football, just just trying to take a bit of pressure off everyone. Do you know what I mean? It's like national cup final. Only get one. one might only ever get one bite at this, Cherry. Make yeah. sure you do everything you can to win it. It's no I mean? bigger in the amateur footy, mate. It's no, it's a, you know, what is it? It's our, it's our Champions League, isn't it? If you want to look at it like that. I, I, I probably look at it more than that. I, I, look, I look at like the Premier Cup as the European Cup because it's the different leagues. And like, I see what you mean, and then yeah. The Nationals, like the World Cup or something, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's hard to, to cipher the differences because Premier Cup, you're playing the teams from your region. 
Yeah. All for one trophy. So I'd sort of look at that as like Europe for Sunday footy and then or oh, they're always like the Nationals like the World Club Cup or something because it's just that hard to, yeah, to I, get to I, I, you, you know, yeah. I don't know. I, I I more looked at I more look at the Premier Cup like your FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. And then your your national yeah. cups like your Champions League, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, um, the day of the game, we left from the left from the campy, got ourselves up there, and it's a little little story behind every game. Little story behind this game is, I I thought psychologically we were one up before the game even kicked off. We played against OJM, and look, they were a, they were a great set of lads and whatever. But I don't know whether they turned up with a bit of a cocky attitude, like the. He's already won. I don't know what it was. I don't know. But what that sticks out in my mind is the FA are in touch with you leading up to these games weeks before. Tell you kits, colour clashes, this, blah, blah, whatever. We'd all agreed on the colours. Our two kits were a little bit, or black shorts, but something, something about the shorts and socks, whatever. Can't remember anyway. But we'd agreed on it. Do you know what I mean? That we was going to wear black shorts, black socks. These turned up with black shorts and black socks. But we'd agreed, so it wasn't it wasn't down to us. I think they just thought the thought like you know didn't matter anyway. The FA said you're not playing in them socks, so someone from them had to go out into Blackburn Town Centre to a, wherever the sports direct and buy a set of white socks for them. Yeah. And I just remember saying to them, "So Tucker, who was the assistant at the time, I, I remember saying before the game, it's one nil to us. That these are turned up here just thinking they can do what they want and they're just going to roll us." Yeah. Do you know, or that's the narrative you went with. Well, that's it. Yeah, it, yeah, whether whether I was right or not, that's no. what I was going with. Yeah, it's right, it's right. And it's a little psychological definitely, advantage. Definitely, yeah. So you know, obviously went back, relayed that to the lads, and got them going from there. If you like, you, you always need something, don't you, to fire up a little spark, yeah. whatever. You hear, you hear those little tales all the time. The game wasn't wasn't the greatest of the games, if I'm being honest. But I think what I'd make of it is we took our chances. They never. We scored at a crucial time to make it 1-0 before that. Um, midway through the half, I think, got to half time, 1-0. Again, second half, our keeper made a couple of brilliant, great saves once again, kept the score at 1-0. And all round that day, I'd say, they had the better chances, but we defended unbelievably. Probably one of the best defensive displays we've we've produced. And you know we had our top centre-half missing out of that game as well. As we've said, Todd, he stepped in unbelievably. Um, probably probably give the man of the match a run for its money, Toddy, that day. Yeah. Um, you know, we talked about you know, underrated sign, and I think Toddy's got to go down as the most underrated sign we've ever made to the campy because, you know, he came in that day and he was, um, honestly, not many people step get asked to step into that and perform the way he did. Yeah. But the, the, the man that day, Stephen Jones, again, he was just... He was a big game player, Stephen. The man for the for big us. occasion. Yeah, he was. He was a big game player. What didn't didn't get a great number of goals, but I could always guarantee in the big games, I, I could more or less guarantee that he'd, he'd stand up for me and produce a goal. Yeah. He scored the goal in the second round against the Kestos when I don't know how, how we ever got through that game, if I'm being honest. He was the man who stepped up and scored the equaliser. Scored an important winner, the semi-final. And scored our two goals in the final. Late about, about ten minutes. Ten minutes or something like that to go. He, he made it two nil and that you know, you still I'm I'm one of them. I, you know, a game's not over till it's over. I don't care if we're winning five nil. I'm still counting looking at me watch counting the second time yeah. to the final whistle, just in case. 
But um, yeah, unbelievable, unbelievable day. Never ever. I, I'd, I'd argue anyone who's ever won that national cup, especially a group of lads, mates like that, you're not getting a better day in football for me. So when that whistle goes, what's the what's the feeling there? Was just, <sighs> just unbelievable. You know, what hell have we done? Have, have we done this sort of thing? You know, yeah. you, you start thinking back where you've come from, what we were like just a few seasons before. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just it, it was an unbelievable feeling, honestly, winning that winning that trophy. Like I said to you before, so there's there's probably I, I don't know there might be a couple of hundred lads in, in the city. Um, We've won the National Cup over the years for the likes of your, your Lobster from 70s. You were the first team to win it through, I don't know, Eagle, Almatach, yeah. um, the Brit, Seymour, Nicosia, um, the Oyster, obviously. Yeah. And, and you've got all these teams you, you've gone and, and, and done it over the years, Dingle Dale. Yeah. And then however many of those lads are left, there'll be lads who've won it who've obviously passed away now, lads from the 70s and stuff like that, but there's an even smaller band of people who've been the manager of a team who've won the National Cup and, and you're in it. And it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a boss achievement, you know what I mean? You've steered a, a group of lads there who 10 years previous had no right to be even associated yeah. with the National Cup and then you've won the National Cup You've got your hands on that trophy, which is an unbelievable trophy, by the way. Yeah. Not that I've had my hands on it, like, but, <laughs> I mean, wow. Did you have to insure that? Did you have to get an insure to keep it or anything like that? Or how, how does it work? No. The, um, the stories behind that. Um, at one point, we thought we'd lost it, you know, honestly. Fucking hell, Pickles looking for it in there. See, like, the one of the chills of me. I don't know whether it was half a bit of a bit of a wind up, whatever, but it ends up turning up anyway. It was fucking hell. Good job. We, we ended up nearly losing it. I remember that night in the we went back, went back to Canfields, whatever, unbelievable, unbelievable party, whatever, into town. I don't think I, did, I didn't go home till the um, early hours of the Tuesday morning. I don't think. Yes, <laughs> I remember right. me and um, I remember me and Kevin. We had a, we actually had a league meeting on the Monday. Me and Kevin went there. Just I don't even know why we went. We we hadn't come. I had no sleep or not, and we were fucking rotten. Went to league me- league meeting with the were, cup. Were they made up? Did the league? Were they made up? Yeah, to be fair to them, yeah, obviously, you know, no, should be, shouldn't he? Yeah, you yeah. know, anyone who represents your league who goes and wins the national cup. So Nicosia probably would have been the last team to, and that was it. Was that two thousand and three, two thousand and four ish, something yeah, like that? I, was so say, it, I don't think there was. Is, is Nicosia Mo- the only team representing the business houses? Looking at that list, there, Fansail would have as well. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry, if sorry. That yeah. was the league back then, but they wanted back to back, didn't he? Fansail, I think, eighties. Yeah, so, but it's a long time ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. So but predominantly come all the successes come from the Liverpool, the Liverpool Sunday, Sunday, really, yeah. didn't they? You yeah. know. So the league made up with just when you took it in and all yeah, that. Yeah, not half, yeah. I think they were looking at us thinking, but why what the fuck have you doing turning up here like that? <laughs> do you know what I mean? But whatever. It was a f- unbelievable. No, never ever forget that day. Days. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, what an achievement mate's made up for you. So um, what about now then? We'll briefly talk about now, then I'll get into the um into the, the questions that I ask everyone before we wrap it up. So you're in, as it stands now, the National Cup semi-final, aren't you? Before all this uh, corona and COVID's come in, you were, you were due to play a National Cup semi-final? Yeah, we were due to play a team called Peter Lee um, from obviously the North East. And again, this season, little just a little brief of how we got to this season again, doing so well in the National Cup. After the, after the National Cup win, we went on to win the league 
the following season, the League Cup the season after that. And then we it's a bit of a decline, if I'm being honest, which was sad to see. Few few players started drifting away. Players who we signed who were top players for whatever reason just didn't didn't work out with us. By our standards that we'd set ourselves in them four or five main seasons, you know, it was it just weren't good enough. We we, we were we were suddenly we were suddenly playing in big games again, and not I wouldn't say anything to do with discipline, but we were coming out second best. You had the likes of your Mayfairs and your Kenny Fields, who are now the up and coming teams. Who, in my opinion, to this day, are the two best teams in Liverpool at the minute. You obviously still had your Oysters, who come over to our league, won our league <laughs> as they do first time of asking. They won our senior cup as well. I think they've won everything now, every trophy you can win, which is another unbelievable achievement for them. And we started going downhill a little bit. Few lads were leaving. Few, I wouldn't say leaving because, like, you know, leaving because there was anything up. Just family gets in the way of things. Of people yeah. get beds. People have kids, you know, things like that. And work as well, innit? Yeah, work, but we went downhill a little bit. Um, it resu- Fast forward to the season before last. It resulted in me stepping away for a couple of months, if I'm being honest, because it just got to the point where, as I've said to you, I'm all or nothing. I'm turning up to win. I can't, I can't turn up and accept just we might get beat today, we might win next week. And um, I take my hat off to them amateur football fellas who are pure amateur football through and through. They're there no matter what their team is like. And I'll never be one of them. They're, they're the people who should get the recognition for me. They're the people who keep amateur football going. I'm there to win. I, you know, if that rubs people up the wrong way, so be it. But that, that's what I'm there for. I'm there to win. I'm not there for, as I've just said, we'll win this week, but we'll get beat next week. Yo-yo. And people are coming. Lads are turning up one week. They won't be there the next week. They can't fully commit. It's not me. it got to be... It got a bit too, you know, it was a little bit, this might sound mad because it's only Sunday footy, but it was like, it was exhausting. It was just fucking mentally exhausting. I was thinking, what the, f- no, is this, is this, it was like it was a one-man band. That's what I felt like, it was a yeah. one-man band. And I think I've only said this to a couple of people. I stepped back, but there was a method in me madness, believe it or not. It was like, are we going to survive without me or are we going to fold? And take me out off to... Terry Murray stepped in and kept us going and I take my hat off to all the lads who continue to play for us all the young kids who we've still got now were very, very good, young, talented kids, Elliot Neville heard of his name yeah, yeah. Um, his brother Mason they've got lads uh, young Fidan, Fisnik um, obviously lads who were still there playing, who stuck around, can't know, I'm not not leaving anyone out there, but I'll be here all day if I mention everyone. Lads who stuck around and made sure we've seen that season through. And that was that was like, it was like what I wanted to see. I didn't want to be remembered as the lad who stepped away and made the campy fold. But it was a method in me madness. I did do it for a reason. I thought we've either got to survive when I'm not there or there's no point in carrying on because you can't, I don't believe you can run a team like that where it's just one person keeps it going. If they're not there, it's going to fold. Yeah. That, that's not a proper club. And I'd like to have thought we... We built ourselves up to be a proper club. So I didn't want us to then start backpedalling and going backwards when we'd made so many good strides forward. Do you get what I mean by yeah, that? It's like, yeah. But as I say, thankfully, we kept going. We've seen the season out. I'd obviously had time to step away and whatever else. Didn't go 
didn't go and watch or anything because I just, again, it's all or not. And if I'm out, I'm out. I didn't go and watch us or anything. Obviously, I spoke to Wrighty. He told me whatever games. We won some, we lost some. We had some good results, to be fair, as well, which we were still capable of doing. I think we still, fi- still think we finished the season fourth or fifth or something, which is still respectable. In, you know, the, the league was getting strong then. This is only the season before last. So in, in the pre-season, spoke to Terry, Kevin again, mainly got the feelers out to all the lads. Look, you know, this is your chance. It's pre-season. There's no pressure on any of us. Are we going again? Are we committed? Obviously, methods in me madness. I'm looking long term. I can see a few players who are cropping up now. Some young, good kids. Yeah. Bit of deja vu from the first time I took over. I'm seeing these lads who, can we get in? Let's get into them. Are you up for it? Are you committed? Do you want to buy into a team who want to win things? We don't just want to turn up for the sake of it. We're turning up to win trophies. That's that's what we that, that's what you do if you play for the Canfield. You don't turn up and be half-hearted. You turn up with a view to win. Have we got a little bit of time? Of course we have. I'm not, I don't expect anyone just to turn up and we start winning leagues and whatever in the first season. But this season, we've made massive, massive progress. We started the season a bit underprepared, but we had a good young team who wanted to play the right way, but they didn't have no leadership, no experience with them. And we brought some good lads in like that. Another signing we've made this season who had compared to your likes of your, your Toddy signing is um, Ando, Chris Anderson, who yeah. manages AFC Liverpool. Yeah. He's got bags of experience. One thing we've never done is he plays Kevin Wright, in my in my opinion. And I'm not saying Ando's going to come in and <laughs> replace Kevin Wright, but I started Ando in many big games just, just because I knew he knows how to handle them games. He's a manager himself at a very good level of a Sati. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm going with this? There's lads who've looked at me in games who've like probably thought to themselves, and this is no disrespect, they probably looked at me and gone, and well, I'm better than him. Yeah, you might be better than him technically, but you need to you need to learn on how he thinks in big games and what he does to handle himself and how he you know, you know, different things like that. Yeah. Doesn't let himself get away with a lead, doesn't start pressurizing himself and dropping his head if we're getting beat. Players like him, we've brought Steele in, who's another centre-half from Bootle, great signing for us. Lads who drifted away have come back on board, as happens with every Sunday league team. You know, you start getting these players back when the going's good again. And that's no... I don't mean that to sound like, you know, the only play when the going's good, but that's just the, that's just the way it works, doesn't it? Let's yeah. be honest. It does. Cycles, isn't it? And that's what I was going, to, going on about, getting offended in my early, early life manager years. It's not on, it's not on personally against myself. I understand that now. It's just the way it works. Yeah. Life, yeah. you know, as you said, work commitments, family commitments, satty football commitments. Totally get it now. Little, little bit different approach this time around. But anyway, we've finally got ourselves a team who, in my opinion, and now this is a fucking big call, and obviously a lot of people will probably listen to this. I think the squad we've got together at the minute is the strongest we've ever had. One to eleven, we're still we're still to to come across that you know that team who's gonna hopefully if the national cup does resume, which we've had good feedback lately, the FA are gonna do everything they can to make sure it gets completed. You know, have we got that eleven that's gonna go and win the trophies? Me personally, I think we've got like twenty lads signed on. One to twenty, I could pick an eleven out of out of them all. 
Honestly, I could. Season we won the National Cup, and probably the season after, we had an unbelievable core of like 14. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this time, this time around, we've got we've got 20, 20 lads who, for me, are, are all great players who are getting our team. And we, we've proved that this season, rotating, swapping around in other games, and they step the lads who sometimes aren't getting a run in the team. Because as you know, big games come thick and fast. And we got to the semi-final, the Premier Cup, this season, we had our National Cup run going. It was seemed to be big game after big game. So, unfortunately, the less experienced lads who, again, have got unbelievable talent, but you don't win games like them big ones without your experienced players in your team. Yeah, the nose. That's, that's what I think anyway. You know, that's what got us the success. That will hopefully get us the success again. So, hopefully... Um... After all, this is over and the FA after because it's only it's only the have the have they completed the other quarter final games or is there still a quarter to go on the other side of the? Uh... No, it's just two. It's just down so to two semi final. So there's only three games that they've got to get through, haven't they? And they could do that over a week if they wanted well, to, couldn't they? Technically, you could do it. Yeah, you could do it Sunday, Sunday semi yeah. semis on one but, Sunday, yeah, and then whoever sets. gets to the final could go and play yeah. it the next Sunday. Oh, you know what? We're, we're awful. We, I think. All four teams that are left in it, not just us. You want them to get played. You work so hard. We yeah, had some great results getting there. You know, this time again, beat the Mayfair 1-0. It was a great performance, great result. I think that maybe let a few people know that we've got our act together a little yeah, bit we're again. Back. And we're, Yeah, well, it remains to be seen whether we're back. You know, I'm not going to say we're back because you're setting yourself up for a fall, but we've certainly, we've certainly got the squad to go and try and emulate what we've previously done. That's my opinion. You know, again, it's all opinions. There might be, you know, the, the lads in the Kenny Fields and the Mayfair may listen to this and go, you sound fucking better than us. And do you know what? At the minute, we're not. But I don't think we're not better than them for quality-wise. It's because they've been playing together for a few seasons now. And they are they are better than us. You know, I, I, I'll be the first to admit it at this moment in time. The Kenny Fields and the Mayfair, they're, they're the two strongest teams in Liverpool. But... If we, you know, quietly go about our business and the players that we've got and we stick together and it's all it's all ifs, buts and maybes in amateur football, it's so unpredictable. We keep this core of players together. I'm confident we'll we'll lift a trophy, if not a couple more again in the in the seasons to come. That's right. And I hope uh, I hope with all my heart that they get this the, the National Cup sorted and you get the chance to first and foremost play the semi final, hopefully win and then get your hands back on the cup at uh, Love not more than seeing a Liverpool team get that success. Oh, not half. Put yourself in that little, um, that little small group from the city of winning it, winning it twice. Yeah, so it's, that, even that smaller, it's even smaller group than the uh, the ones who, who've won it as managers who've won it the once. If you go on and win it yeah. twice, it's, you're, you're, you're going yeah. from what seven, eight, eight fellas now to probably two or three. Right, so moving on to the next little section now. I ask people who come on to the build the, the perfect amateur footballer. It's a little bit different for you because they're coming on as players. So I'm asking you, as a manager, lads who who have played for you, or possibly even you've even played against. So it could be that the lads from the uh, Kenny Fields or whoever it is. You can go your own, or you can go lads that you played against. Probably just stick to our own. I might give a few few players a mention, like but um, like so I'll start off then. Who, who's yeah, got the, stick to people who are, try and stick to people who have managed. Yeah. Who's got the best left peg? Best left peg who have managed, undoubtedly Stephen Jones. Yeah, for all the reasons you've stated in the pod, yeah, just coming up with the with the big goals at big at big times. Yeah, when he hit it, he did stay with it. You know what I mean? He scored some great goals, important goals, but 
left peg to fall, Stephen Jones. Right then, right foot. Um, right foot. Well, we have to go to Lee McCardle for that. Yeah, yeah. Talents He's mentioned. another one who strike of a ball was unreal. I think the best goal I've seen for the campy is was scored by Lee McCardle up in up in Durham. The game or it, what I talked about earlier on. Yeah, touch. Uh, touch, touch technique, things like that. Gotta go for Matty Willow. Yeah, boss uh, player. Yeah. Another, another for us, unbelievable player. I think when he's on his game, tailed off the last few seasons by, you know, I think he'd be the first to admit. But when Matty's on his game, he's up there with the, the best amateur footy players around. Yeah. Skill. Skill. Um, obviously, Matty's got skill, but I'm going to go for young Santi. For skill. Yeah. He's touched on him earlier on. He's got to be... Is he underrated? I think he's underrated because he was so loyal. Because he didn't get himself in, like, you know, the big amateur footy pitcher with the, yeah. the best teams, if you like. But some of the things he used to do, honestly, he used, you know, fullbacks used to come off the pitch with the, the legs in knots with him yeah. running at him, running at them. He was small, low centre of gravity. Probably the only thing that Santi didn't do, which he admitted himself, was score enough goals. I don't think he would have played that much of footy if he scored goals, though, yeah. <laughs> if I'm being honest. So probably I have to be grateful that he didn't score that many goals as he's probably been playing at a lot higher level than amateur. What about speed? Speed. Um, speed off the mark. I've probably got to go back to John Stannard. Right. His, his lad's like as well. He just looked like... He was just lightning he, with the ball at his feet and that. He was just... Santi was quick as well, but... Probably go to John Stannard. Great player, John Stannard. Great player. Edding ability. Edding ability. I'm going to go for the centre half here. Go for, go for Wezzo. Yeah, Alan. Yeah. I'm going to go for Wezzo there on, on the Edding. Won everything in the air. Wezzo was a you know, commanding centre half. Got a lad now, Jordan. Jordan Stanley. Pretty similar. Good in the air. Muff, who's their partners. But I'd, I'd tag more, more more for his attacking ability with his head. Do you know what I mean? So out of them all, I think I'll I'll go for Wesel there, heading ability. What about our strength? Strength. What are we going in strength-wise? Toughness or things like that? Or? You can have mental strength if you want, but we're going to go on to leadership as well. But strength, it can be physical, mentally, it can be anything. Physically, Darren Jones, Danky, strong, you're a strong lad. Loves a tackle, aggressive tackle. Danny Welsh plays plays for us still, still with us at the minute. Plays with the dog of us at the loves a tackle, not scared or not. On young Mick Willow, strength on the ball. I go for Lee McCardle again. Stephen Jones, that type of player, you know, holds the ball well. Well, I go for Lee there. Yeah. Scored some unbelievable goals. Strength wise, you know, when he when he got the ball at his feet, I don't I can't remember anyone getting getting the ball off him. Couldn't get near him. Just you know yeah. how he was built and whatever. What about leadership then? It's got to be one, hasn't it? It's got to be righty, Kevin Wright. Yeah, me, I'll make Kev. Yeah, he's, he's obviously Mr. Campy. He's been there since he was 18 years of age, come right through as the breeze, then the Thaley, now the Campy. Unbelievable. I think, you know, out of all we'd done, I think it was Kevin who deserved it the most because there was a few players that the Thaley had who probably could have gone on and played for a well better team than us in terms of getting the job done, winning trophies, things like that. Yeah. But he never, he stayed loyal. And there was no no better person for that than Kevin. You know, stayed loyal to his mates, happy where he was playing of a Sunday. And to come from all the, 
ups and downs and heartbreaks of never winning a national cup game, semi-finalist defeats all the time, runners-up in leagues, to finally get his, oh, and he's the captain, lifting the trophies, two leagues, national cup, league cup, was more, you no, know, probably deserved more, but that was the least he deserved. Yeah, boss for football and fella, mate, boss. Yeah, he was my, he's, you know, he's my mouth on the pitch, he was my mouth on the pitch, with, you know, I tell I tell right the instructions. He went on and followed them, made yeah. sure the team followed him. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. He was the main man in that semi final. He was saying, "We're not getting beat. We were one down. We're not getting beat. We didn't get beat." That's that's the mentality that you need. That's right. So the last question I ask everyone is uh, knockout pairs. They are famous game from uh, Liverpool. So you can either go in it yourself or you can pick two lads to to represent your uh, your knockout pairs, and we'll compare them to the other lads' uh, choices as the, as the pod goes on. If knockout pairs, I only remember doing my ankle in playing knockout pairs <laughs> when I was a kid. Bad memories. <laughs> You know what? I'm just just for the goal scoring ability from everywhere and the power and strength and whatever of them. I think I'm going to go for Lee McArdle and Stephen Jones. Yeah, as a pair, I think they'd be devastating tag team. Yeah, so they they can, they can represent the uh, the Anthony Clark and the pairs. And, yeah. uh, and that wraps us up, mate. I made up. You come on. Good to speak to someone who's not just a player with the tales of obviously clubs and that a different perspective, which I've seen myself managing teams and all that and made up you come on, mate, and shared your uh, your stories with us on straight from the off. Yeah, no problem. Great, great to great to come on and talk. Probably probably went on went off on a few there, but that's what it's about, mate. Yeah, I know. You get talking, don't you? You, you don't yeah. know when to stop or uh, yeah, it's a great, great idea. Hope it, I don't know, hope everything works out for you. Cheers, mate. Thanks very much, Hans. Yeah, Take no it easy. Problem. Ta-da.